Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Pedro Cardona with the Superhost Podcast. Hello friends. So, welcome to this very first episode of the Superhost Podcast. So, I'm recording this podcast to help fellow Airbnb entrepreneurs to become superhost. And not only that, but to have a thriving sharing economy business as it pertains to sharing and renting out their spaces, their homes, their apartments, their crates, their, I mean, people even rent out tents. So this is the purpose of putting together this podcast. And so in this first episode, I first want to cover what the opportunity in Airbnb is, and not just Airbnb, but of course, talking about all of the different um, platforms that are available to you. I mean, such as VRBO and even TripAdvisor has opportunities, Airbnb, and many others. I'll actually list out those for you guys. I'll probably I'll create a document or PDF or something, or maybe just under the podcast, I'll, I'll list out several of these um, platforms, these channels that you can use to rent out your place. So that being said, what I want to um, cover here, again, is being how to be a super host. And going to Airbnb, that has specific criteria. And beyond that, I want to show you how to be extremely successful and profitable in your business. So uh, a little background about myself. So I'm a chemical engineer by degree. I'm also a real estate investor, and I also have an Amazon business. Uh, As a real estate investor, I started in 2014 doing flips. Um, So flips, if you're not familiar with the term, um, it's basically you buy a house, you fix it up, and you sell it. And we've seen plenty of shows on HGTV and all that covering this topic and how glamorous and all of that, the, how they portray on the TV shows. And, I mean, it's actually a lot of fun. It is very cool to be able to take something that's completely destroyed or completely full of garbage or whatever the case may be and making it beautiful again and making it to, uh, in a way that a new family can move in and enjoy the property. And in doing so, you can gain a handsome profit. So it's a, it's a very, very awesome business model. And it's a way to, to create some capital, which you can then use to invest in longer-term plays, such as rental properties, or if you want to do, uh, like we're going to be covering in this podcast, the short-term rental properties. Um, so that's a bit of my background. Um, I currently have a five unit building. I had until recently a 24 unit building on a lease to own, and I am in the process of purchasing another building, which will be another five units. Uh, I also, like I said, I do flips and I, I still do flips. Um, so I have currently three properties that I'm in the process of either renovating uh, and or they're finished and they're on the market. So I have vast experience um, in these past four or five years of 
of dealing in real estate, uh, like I said, doing flips, rental property. I've had rental property since 2015, and so I can cover some of my experiences with that. But again, this podcast is going to be mostly focused on uh, what were what would be the short-term rentals, which will, in occasions, also include, I mean, doing repairs and rehabs and all that for those properties. So anyway, enough about myself. Just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight of who I am, um, what I do, and why I'm doing this podcast. So uh, starting off, since this is called the Superhost Podcast, uh, I'm going to go over what the Superhost requirements are, specifically, of course, for Airbnb. And what we're going to do is we're going to cover um, throughout several episodes how to achieve and meet these requirements so that you can become a Superhost and uh, be featured on Airbnb. And beyond that, obviously, um, this will allow you to um, be a lot more successful in your business because people tend to search for people that are recognized for um, hosts, which are recognized as super hosts. Um, Why? Because of the experience they provide and the value they provide for their guests. So anyway. Let's cover what these uh, the Airbnb super host requirements are. So the first requirement is to complete at least 10 trips or three reservations that total at least 100 nights. So it's either 10 trips, so it doesn't matter how many nights um, the people stayed, uh, or three reservations that total at least 100 nights. So if you had three reservations, that were for 40 days each, then you would also meet that that uh, first requirement. Um, so with that, I mean, it's kind of like the flywheel, right? Once you get rolling, you keep getting more and more reservations. You keep getting more and more people. So a really important key to getting those, let's say, those first 10 trips. And this is over, um, over a 10, uh, sorry, during a 12-month period. Now, you can, if you achieve that before the 12 months, then you would automatically qualify if you achieve the four requirements. But we'll cover, so I'm just going to go over the four points first, and then we'll go a little bit more into how you can work on these. And we'll also cover that, like I said, in future podcasts. So uh, the second point would be to maintain a 90% response rate or higher. So whenever someone messages you because they want to um, reserve your place, they want to stay in your place, they have doubts or questions about it, uh, you have to respond to those requests. That is a critical part of the customer experience, which is what Airbnb wants to maintain. So Airbnb, um, as you know, they don't own any properties. They, they, they're a platform to that facilitates the interaction between the host and the guests. And so part of their reputation, I guess, would be based on making sure that their um, clients, which would be the, the guests, are getting good customer service. And part of that is maintaining 
that 90% response rate or higher. So you want to make sure that whenever someone asks a question related to anything related to any of your properties, that you do respond. And sometimes you, hey, is your property available for this such and such date? Or will you accept pets? Or those type of things. It doesn't have to be a, uh, it doesn't have to be a positive response. It just has to be a response. So if someone asks you, hey, uh, we're coming into town and we want to have a party at the house. We noticed that you have a pool and whatnot. And you already have determined that you don't want to have parties and festivities at the house. Then you can just say, hey, no, I mean, that's um, my apologies. And obviously you want to do this in a very nice way because even though they may not rent now, they may rent in the future. So that's something to always keep in mind. And they may recommend you to other people. So anyway, so that's point number two, maintaining a 90% response rate or higher. Next is maintaining a 1% cancellation rate, which is basically so one cancellation for every 100 reservations. Um, this is a very, very important point. And as you can see, I mean, 1%, it's a very uh, low bar, or I guess a very high bar, put it that way. It's a very high bar to meet that. Um, if you have one uh, cancellation, um, for whatever reason, um, that's going to impact your ability to be a super host. Now, there are some uh, circumstances in which you can cancel. Um, and it could be because of an emergency or some circumstance that's really not under your control. And when it's something of that extent, uh, Airbnb will give you a buy. Um, but it's not something that they take lightly. I mean, some of the circumstances that could be used for this are like a death, so death of a host, death of a guest, immediately immediate family member, and they're going to ask you for actual documentation of this. Uh, also, with some serious illness, or if you have some government-mandated um, obligation, such as jury duty or something like that, or military deployment, something that for whatever reason you can't really meet, um, some sort of severe damage to the house. So there's different uh, things that you that you may be able to cancel for, but they're very few and far between. And we can cover some more if this is of, of interest to you guys, but um, it's all in their, on their website and you can take a look. <clears throat> but it's something that you definitely want to avoid. So I'll give you an example. Um, I, I personally, I live in Puerto Rico. Um, as you know, a couple of years ago, we had a very severe hurricane and this was in 2017. And at that point, uh, I remember I had some I had some folks that we just needed to cancel because, I mean, there was a hurricane coming. And Airbnb was obviously very proactive with this. They would send out emails beforehand and, and saying, like, what you can do and that type of thing. But obviously, this was a very extreme circumstance. And it's covered by their, their policy in terms of natural disasters. So obviously they don't want their um, clients who would be our guests to be um, in uh, somewhere which could adversely impact them. 
So obviously that's another very rare exception. Um, another one that could be <clears throat> quite, uh, I guess, more real or more um, common, I guess, although I've never had it happen, but I've had um, people have problems or friends and whatnot that have had problems with their passports. So let's say there's a change to their visa or passport requirements, and it doesn't allow the person to travel to the destination, um, then there's something that could be that could be done. Now, that would include lost or expired travel documents. <clears throat> so that's on you if, um, in the case of the of the person traveling, um, that really wouldn't cover that. So anyway, so that's uh, part of that one requirement of uh, maintaining that 1% cancellation rate. And I mean, and you just, I really look at it from the viewpoint of putting yourself in the person's shoes. So, I mean, let's say you're, going somewhere and you're planning this this uh, huge vacation and you're taking all your family with you and you book a place on Airbnb and a week before or a few days before your reservation, the person cancels it. I mean, that would be such a frustrating and and stressful situation, right? Because I mean, you've got it all planned out. You found the perfect place next to the places you want to visit. You've got it all mapped out. And all of a sudden, your host cancels on you. I mean, obviously, that's would be very detrimental to that person that's traveling because now they have to find a new place, figure out where they're going to stay. Maybe now there's not enough places available because it's closer to the date. I mean, there's a lot of things that could... Um, that would be going wrong for the person that's um, taking that trip. So obviously, I think I I guess for all of these, it's just to put yourself in the shoes of the person of your of your guests, um, and that's really how we're gonna. I think we're gonna be approaching this podcast because um, when I travel, when I go to hotels, or when I stay in Airbnbs, because I'm a host. Um, I pay attention to details, to things that most people won't really notice or won't even realize. Um, but I do because I have this experience. Um, of, I mean, there's little details and some big, <laughs> not so little details that, that come to mind. I mean, sometimes it's just cleaning the curtains so that there's no dust or the window sills. I mean, those are things that a cleaning person could very easily skip if you don't keep tabs on them. Um, another thing is the base of the toilet. So many people will focus on cleaning the lid and cleaning the bowl, but they may not really do a good job cleaning the base of the toilet, and, and that can be a problem. So, yeah. So that's really how um, how I think we should approach really any business. Because if you want to sell, you want to put yourself in the shoes of the person that's going to buy. And that will really help you understand what their needs are and truly help them. So anyway, we'll go th- through more of that as this podcast progresses. But that's something I just wanted to point out. Um, the next point for the super host requirements is to maintain a 4.8 overall rating. 
So as you know, uh, whenever you stay at an Airbnb or whenever someone stays at your Airbnb, they have a whole host of different criteria that they would rate you on. Um, maximum being 5.0 for each of them. And so you want to make sure that you keep an, a rating, an overall rating of at least 4.8. And again, this goes back to what Airbnb is looking to achieve. Airbnb wants their clients who are our, who are our guests, they want them to keep using the platform for their um, future um, short-term stays. They want them to always go to Airbnb, right? So if they're having good experiences on Airbnb and the different places they're staying, they're going to give those places good ratings. If they give those places good ratings, which is good for us, then it's also good for Airbnb because they're going to keep using the platform. And it's good for us because um, those people may recommend us to their friends or or their associates to say, hey, this I stayed at this Airbnb. Uh, I highly recommend that you should also stay there if you're ever in town or whatever. So we're always looking to get that five-star or 5.0 rating um, because that really shows that we can there we really understand our guests um now sometimes of course there's guests that i mean it's like anything right there's guests that aren't necessarily um very kind or appropriate people i mean we'll get a bit of everything but that's really in a way also up to us before we uh, approve a guest for staying in our place because we have different ways of knowing if they're a good guest or not. Again, that's another thing that we'll cover in a future podcast. So anyway, so I just wanted to go through these uh, four items, cover a little bit of what we'll be discussing uh, in this podcast, um, a future podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys find value in this. Uh, my intention, again, is to help you become super host to and to do it very profitably uh airbnb is a very is a great opportunity it's a new opportunity and it's a great opportunity for your average entrepreneur or just your average mom and pop i mean not that don't even really want to be an entrepreneur to create some extra income so yeah, so that's some of the things we'll be covering. I hope you guys got some good information out of this first podcast. Uh, feel free to leave a review um, or, or any questions. We'll be I'll be taking a look at those and seeing how I what uh, information I can cover in future podcasts. See how I can help you become a super host and profit handsomely with your um, Airbnb or short-term rental business. Anyway, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next podcast.